How are we doing, people? It's Mark here from the Throwback Store, and welcome to episode nine. Nine, yeah, of the Throwback Podcast. Uh, I'm here with my distinguished co-host, Ginger Shack. How are we doing? What is good? I am fantastic, Senor Murphy. Well, yeah, we can we can go with that. We can go with that. Uh, so, what's been going on in the world? Bit quiet, isn't it? It's been a quiet week for basketball. Has it? Yeah, not much. Not much gone on. Do you want to just knock this on the head and talk about, I don't know, COVID? Because that's all that's being talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Rona, innit? Yeah. Vaccines. Yeah. That's- no! Fucking free agency, mate. Exactly. Yeah. Big, big, big moves going on in my neck of the woods in the Sixers. Uh, shipped out a couple of players, dragged a couple of players in. Players that I'm happy with. It seems like Doc uh, is looking at what the books are kind of trying to do, which is surround Yanis with shooters. So it looks like that's what they're trying to do with Embiid and Simmons, bringing Danny Green in, bringing uh, Seth Curry in. Great moves. Shout out to Elton Brand, uh, Daryl Morey and Doc for for making making some big moves early on. Uh, still, still a couple I think that could potentially happen, but for now, Dwight as well. Yeah, bringing Dwight in. Yeah, I think uh, I like Dwight, you know. It is what it is. It's rim protection for when Embiid is sitting out. Or It's, it's going to be interesting in general, isn't it? Just see how him and him and Embiid get on. Yeah, well, I just think iron sharpens iron, doesn't it? So I think those two in, in, in training, uh, in practice, will help, will help each other out. Uh, this looks like an Embiid jersey because it's got 21, but it's actually not. It's Larry Hughes. But hey ho, here we are. Are you wearing that because you were hoping that was going to be the style of jersey you were playing this year? Don't. We're not going back there. We've only just got past that. <laughs> We've only just got past it. Let's not. Let's not. Let's. No, but I think, like you said, Sixers. You guys have strengthened the Bucks. That went a bit tits up, didn't it? Yeah, with Bogdan Bogdanovich going to Atlanta. But Atlanta, have yeah. you seen their roster? Yeah, they've, they've put some pieces together. Put some pieces together in Atlanta. Uh, they've gone from like they've gone from uh, a lottery team to now you're like fifth, sixth seed. Well, let's see. I, I seen yesterday, or it might have been the day before, OKC UK. I'm sure it was OKC UK with a hot take saying that Atlanta are going to finish above Philly. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. Let's let, let's not. Let's not. Let's not. You're not having it. They've not. Let's see if Atlanta can make the playoffs. Do you know what I mean? At all. No, but maybe that's what he's saying. Maybe Atlanta are going to make the playoffs and Philly just won't. With two all stars, probably the best big man in the league, and potentially the best point guard in the league. Well, you're making trades. 
Oh, here we go. It started. I know where we will I finish higher than. I know where I we will finish higher than. I, I didn't realise you traded for Kobe White and Larry Markinen. Or Kobe Bryant and Larry Brown, whichever. Or Larry Bird. Which, either one. Either, either will take, do. I'll take any fucking Larry. Yeah. Because at the end, if I get the Larry O'Brien, I'm a happy man. There you go. There you go. But, uh, but no, I mean, to be fair, like, the, the, the Hawks have strength and, like, it's, you know, like, it's a, it's a very dependable roster. It looks solid. Um, you can't really say much about it, to be honest. Like, you've got to see how it plays out. I think Rondo's a great asset. Um, I know when he was in Chicago, he was a big advocate of supporting the younger players. Um, and he's quite a mental. Um, yeah. So, you know, we've got to hold out for that. Um, the Nets, they re-signed Joe Harris. Yeah, that's, that's, it's not progress, but it's not, I suppose you're not losing any shooting. So, uh, that, that's good. I think the big one is, like we discussed in one of the other podcasts, was that the books were potentially favourites if they got Bogdan Bogdanovich and the moves that were predicted to be made. And now you have the Lakers bringing in Trez, Bringing in Montrez Harrell, you know that that's big. That's a big move. It is. Uh, like, they, they've really strengthened LA for 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 a very small amount of money. Yeah, they are, they have picked up the sixth man of the year. Well, and well, arguably the guy that should have been the sixth man of the year. Yeah, uh, but do you know what I mean? But what you've got, like, let's not get it twisted, like. Isn't Montrez Harrell with Clutch Sport? Yes. So he's getting paid. He's really undervalued, obviously, in regards to how much money he's getting paid. But how much money is he really getting paid? Like, is the mansion going to be free? Or is he going to get... Some kind rumor, of rumor has it, rumor has it, he signed on the basis that he's allowed to attend Taco Tuesdays. I'd sign on the basis that I don't have to attend Taco Tuesdays because them kids of LeBron are annoying. Bronny's gonna get drafted in three years. I know, I know, and he's and he's not even... it, is... it came up on like I think it was Clutch. Clutch points or something. It was an article. And I was like, 2023 is when Bronny can get drafted. That makes me feel old as shit. Yeah, well, it makes me feel older. But is he getting drafted because he's really, really good at basketball? Or is he getting drafted because he's dad's LeBron James? He'll probably get drafted because he's really good at basketball. Because... You think so? How many... many, Like, we'll, we'll probably cover it in a podcast one day, but... How many failed father-son partnerships have there been? Do you know what I mean? In terms of like, like, there's not many successful sons. Yes, but at the same time, how many fathers have been LeBron James? <laughs> like, you've got to look at the 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 yeah. leverage LeBron's got over the NBA. Like, like you bring you bring Bronny in, and he gets drafted to a. I don't know. Let's say a Knicks. 
because they're never going to do anything. Uh, so let's say the Knicks... You just can't go a podcast without doing it, can you? No. So let's say the Knicks, right? So then the Knicks will be happy to like bring Bronny in because they'll be looking at LeBron's contract and be going, he might come over here and want to play with his son at some point. Ironically, you've said the Knicks to like to, to pull shit, but he has always said he loved MSG. Exactly. That 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 was kind of where I was going from. Not hating on the Knicks. It's not hate anymore, is it? It's just truth the shit at basketball. <laughs> Moving on. Uh you know. we've got we've gone straight into that. That wasn't supposed to be the first topic. First topic. The first topic. Well, I feel like we had a good segue, so I just fucking went with it. Yeah, well, you just go. You just I go changed in, it. I changed it. the playbook. Fuck the coach. Yeah, I'm the coach. I don't even. Know I am the captain now. I don't even know who the coach is anymore. I thought it was. I thought this podcast was like the throwback podcast, but it's vastly becoming the G Shack shit show. Is what it's Talking of shit shows, have you seen the Mavs jersey? Like, I feel like I feel like on this podcast, all I do is just trash Mavs jerseys. Oh, I know, but it's they basically just gone, Luca. We like we've got a lot of time for you, and we we know you played for Real Madrid. So what we're going to do is we're going to make this Real Madrid jersey. They're saying it's the fortieth anniversary jersey. But it just looks it's, like the, the it, Real Madrid. It's a 40th jersey. anniversary jersey that's got the colours that they've never wore. Did I, <laughs> have I gone off here, or am I still there? You're still there. Oh, that's fantastic then, because it's showing that I'm not on on my uh, on my screen, which is great. But we move, don't we? We, we carry on. We just we, we just we just keep moving. We keep going. Back, I'm back on my screen now. Uh, but no, I mean to be fair, like it's not a colour they've wore. Um, is it necessary? Is it that thing of make a manky jersey, but you put Doncic on the back of it, it will sell anyway? I think gold and white looks great, doesn't it? But I just, I just don't understand it. I, I do like the way that they've not used Luca in the promo shoots. And they've used Pazingis to, to kind of go, yeah. no, 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 it's not, it, it, it's not Real Madrid. It's not. Like, Luke is the biggest, if not the biggest star in basketball, one of, do you know what I mean? At this current moment in time, worldwide, especially in Europe. Like, obviously, I run the throwback store and, like, I get a lot of European customers. And Doncic in Europe is a god. Like anywhere in Europe, he is an absolute god. So, why you wouldn't use him in your promo shoots to me is crazy. But I don't know. Maybe that maybe those pictures will turn up at some point closer to the start of the season. But not a fan. A little bit corny that one. But I do think sometimes they do use a more. And this sounds awful to Pozingas because he is a generally great player. But sometimes. They don't use a franchise player for a jersey reveal. And we'll get on to that with probably the next jersey we're going to discuss, which is the Jazz. 
Oh, I like the Jazz jersey. I it, like, it's like I like that City jersey anyway. Yeah. The, the other right, one. They're, they're generally quite lazy in Utah. Yeah. The they use the same one. The they use the same one, like, for two years. Yeah, I like that 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 one that like the colours faded. Like I liked that yellow orange vibe. Like I really liked that idea. And then now they've just kind of dipped it in tarmac. That's what they've done. And it looks squishy. and it looks it looks insanely good. Like I'm oh, a massive fan. Yes. A massive yes. fan of that jersey. Uh, like the contrast of the black and the orange for the lettering, like is just yeah, like it's, it's, I looked at it again before we started recording, and I was just like, "Yeah, this like this, this could be the one." Yeah, like, the yeah, one, yeah, yeah. like it might have took the mantle, and I don't know why. Really? There might be recency bias, but it's damn nice, damn brilliant, nice, brilliant, brilliant jersey. Like, but randomly using Royce O'Neill. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> like, just throw him in there. Says O'Neill might get some traction. Yeah, uh, and the other jersey, which for me is the best one of the three, and they went completely against what we're saying. They used Jamarant, and the new Grizzlies jersey is what the Grizzlies, what the classic jersey should have been. Like they shouldn't have done that classic jersey with the Vancouver. They should have gone with a vibe of of the Vancouver Vancouver like print round the collar and sleeves or not sleeves uh they should have done that last year and made it Memphis so there's an M and a G in it this year on yeah. the on the uh on the sleeves and the collar so I like that a lot uh it's it's they've tried to make it Memphis's own as opposed to yeah bringing Vancouver in on it like, I think for me, like, we go through jersey seasons. Like, we go through, like, like with, with fashion brands, they have, like, a winter, fo- a winter collection, but yeah, about things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With jerseys. So, like, last year's City jerseys, there were some nice ones. No disputing. The year before, you know, you think about it, you had the first Coogie one for the Nets. You had the Purple Rain Wolves. You had the, um, the Miami oh, Heat yeah. Black one. The Vice yeah, one. You had, um, you had the Ovo Raptors. Yes. You know, like the North. Like that year, for like that was the first year of the Jazz jersey with a really cool on it. Um, the Sixers one was wicked because you had that kind of like, I think it was a, like, was it Rocky? Like oh, like yeah, Rocky it was the grey Rocky one. Like, so that, that season, like that collection of City jerseys, and that year for jerseys, beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Last year, reasonable, not bad. This year, they've come out all guns blazing again. Yeah. Like, I, you know, the, the, the Bulls one's nice. The the Hawks rebrand. The Buzz City one. The, the, the Nuggets. The one's not particularly nice. Yeah. The Nuggets. The, like, the, the, do you know what I mean? Ball. Like, all of these, like, of the 29 decent teams in the league, 28 decent teams in the league, They've got pretty nice jerseys. Yeah. Obviously, like we're not too bothered about the Knickerbocker ball bags or yeah. the Oklahoma City pricks. Like, so they're all right. Like yeah. with the manky jerseys. Anyway. 
And just to clarify, my hatred for Oklahoma City Thunder isn't based around the team. It's based around Tom Snowden. It's based around OKC UK, who hated on Joakim Noah, and I'll never forgive him. I'm just clarifying that. So, just to clarify as well, uh, the views of Ginger Shack aren't the views of the throwback stuff. <laughs> like, still buy from me. Uh, just, I'm just here as a as a vessel for Ginger Shack's voice to be heard. Not that he needs. You just sat there and trashed the Knicks. The Knicks trashed himself. And as a business owner, please answer me this, Mark. What is one of the most popular popular teams in the UK? Uh, the Knicks. Fucking <laughs> smart businessman you are, ain't you? You fucking egg. But what I will say is... Uh... I think your team's shit, but I'll sell you the merchandise. <laughs> Yeah, because the jerseys are really well thought through, aren't they? And they've got loads of carrot. No, oh no, they've they've not got that either, have they? Well, the, but the Celtics ones are really. Oh no, they're they're the same. Uh, mo- moving on, we'll, we'll 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 move off jerseys now because we're going to start offending people. Start offending people. <laughs> Continue to offend people because that's we, what we, we do. We've we just put the Eastern Conference on the floor and pissed on. Well, get a better teaming making your jerseys. Uh, All right. <laughs> big, big, big stuff though. Talking of, we'll go from negativity to positivity. What about our main guy, MD? He's. He's just like, uh, do you know what? He's a fucking icon. Yeah. Like, yeah. obviously, we we know Martin on a personal level, and the work that he's put in with the GG Three X Three for a beautiful cause to raise money for charity and spread youth hoops. And then he's gone. Do you know what? Can't hold a tournament this year, so I'm going to bring basketball to the people, and spent yeah. over a hundred hours putting up nets around London encouraging people to do it around the country. And then, big old bozzer bans public sport, so they take the nets down. So what does our man MD do? He goes to the news. Yeah, he goes to the BBC. And he, he fights the good battle. He yeah. fights the good battle. It should be MD, MBE. Oh my God, yes. MD, MBE, hashtag MD, MBE. Like what he's done, um, our friend Martin, by the way, just for people who don't know, uh, runs a charity three-on-three basketball tournament called uh, the GG 3X3, which is uh, named after his best friend, George, uh, who sadly passed away. Uh, and he's done so much work in London for uh, doing kids' clinics during lockdown, well, not during lockdown, during all this pandemic, which in itself is incredibly difficult with all the hoops you've got to jump through and all the the clauses and everything that you need to be putting in these contracts that the kids' parents need to sign. And I imagine it was a headache because the job that I do, uh, like, in a children's care home, I know 
all the things that go into kind of policy and procedure and risk assessment. So, uh, and G does a similar job to me. Uh, so I can I can only imagine like what kind of red tape Martin's kind of ran into uh, in order to try and get these things off the ground. But uh, we just wanted to have a segment where on the podcast where we just praised Martin for the work that he's done because like it is unbelievable. And if at some point in his life he's not on uh, the Queen's honours list, I'll be very, very, very surprised because. He, he does so much for the community, uh, fighting the battle that is so difficult to fight when even the government won't fund it, won't even fund the sport. Obviously, they have now. They they have they have kind of opened the pockets, but it's people like Martin doing what they do that make the government look and watch and see. So shout out to Martin and everything that he's done because. It, it's absolutely insane. And he supported me since I started. He supports Ginger Shack in all these endeavours. So uh, he's a very selfless person. And it's not even his job. No, no. Like, it's not even his job. Do you know what I mean? And, like, I just honestly think that he's an absolute credit to the community and the country as a person. Exactly, yeah. But all the hard work that he does, so selflessly... No government funding for himself personally, the things that he's done. Um, you know, like, he's just, you talk about good people and oh. you talk about white people and then you talk about Martin and you're like, the man is an icon. Oh, and he's, he's, he's just, yeah. Like, he's, I mean, I could literally what spend, what he's spend, you know, absolute, absolute God sent to the community. And if anyone doesn't, please follow the GG3X3. Yeah. And not I'll only will you see up. some amazing, some amazing community, some like work, he brought the best dunk contest there has oh. ever been in this country. That that was insane. You know I mean? uh, like shout out Jordan Sutherland, Joel Henry, uh, you know, like everybody who was there. It was it was insane to be there and witness that dunk contest. That was like one of my highlights since starting this business. Was 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 that. Uh, yeah. So, shout out to Martin. Yeah, as a whole. Uh, right, I'm now. We're going to go to questions. Questions. Uh, I don't know how much time we've got, but we'll we'll get into this. We'll get into this. This is a good question. This one is from Alessandro Totti. Uh, I know. I just hit my head on the microphone. Uh, for anybody who's not... I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah. I didn't want to bring it up. Uh, Alessandro Totti says, another great episode. Question for the next one. Take away the injuries and gun incident. So we know we were going on to now. Where does Gilbert Arenas rank in all-time point guards? He lit up Kobe for 60 at the Staples and was a scoring machine circa 2006. Top 15 all time. Top 15. Oh. Hot take. Hot take. I love Gilbert Arenas and I love, like, I love him more now he's not playing than when he was. But, uh, yeah, for a spell, uh, he, 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 he was very, very difficult to, to guard 
he was putting up stupid numbers against the likes of Colby. Uh, top fifteen. I'd have to. I'd have to. Have, it's something you'd have to really think about, wouldn't it? Like, would you put him above a Jason Kidd? Would you put him above a Russell Westbrook? No. And where does Westbrook rank? And do you class Iverson as a point guard? And do you class Arenas as a point guard, really? Or would you say he was more a shooting guard? I think there's a lot of questions that go into it. What I will say is, he was unpredictable. He was great for the league from a consumer point of view, not for David Stern. I mean, he was just fun, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, I remember, I think it was the... I think it was it oh, was it the two thousand and six All Star Game in Las Vegas, where he uh, at halftime they had the uh, obviously they have entertainment going on at halftime and they had the guys with the trampolines doing like dunks dressed as I don't know dinosaurs and stuff and he just ran out of the back on his own because somebody bet him he wouldn't do it bounced off this trampoline put the ball through his legs and dunked her and then just walked off. And that's Gilbert Arenas all over, isn't it? Like, it's like, he's not bothered. He doesn't conform. He just do, he just did what he what he wanted to do. And that was the beauty of him. But... You can't help think that he was a player that just missed his generation. Yeah. Like, you put you put Gilbert Arenas now in the league. Yeah. yeah. Sports centre top 10 all the time. You, you, ESPN... Stephen A. Smith would be loving him or hating him. Skip yeah. Bayless would be sucking his toes. Yeah. Like, people would be loving this guy in the social media age. We need... Imagine the, imagine the fun that people somebody like it, him and Embiid would have. Oh, yeah. People love Gilbert Arenas anyway because he is outspoken uh, still. Like, I watch his podcast all the time and uh, shout out to Gilbert for rocking. He rocks uh, like a different throwback, mostly game ones every episode of his podcast which is brilliant just trying to because he never mentions who the player is so I'm sat there and for the first 15 minutes I'm trying to figure out whose throwback he's got on I'm like yeah who's 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 he got on this time so shout out to Gilbert for rocking a jersey like you don't see many players kind of doing that now uh, and but as look, you said he just doesn't fucking conform does he yeah not at all not at all uh, and on the on the uh on the kind of subject of like game jerseys and stuff like that, I seen something on one of the Twitter pages regarding Isaiah Thomas uh, saying that he was wearing Miami Heat shorts to uh, kind of training and is he going to Miami? I personally have sold Isaiah Thomas shorts and jerseys in the past for teams that he's never played for, he bought a, a blue Iverson uh, Sixers jersey, and he's also bought some. I think they were Tim. Well, Br- Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy bought a Blazers jersey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I get where people are coming from, but it's just Twitter, Twitter shit. Because yeah. he's just not going to play for the he's not going to play for the Seattle Storm. He rocks yeah. their shit all the time. Exactly, exactly. Big advocate for the WNBA as well, Isaiah Thomas, which is 
brilliant to see from like such a well-respected player. Uh, him and Kyrie are really carrying the torch with that stuff at the moment. Uh, shout out to Coach U as well from the community who does a lot for the yes. WNBA. Yes. Uh, he, he, he really does kind of push that narrative over here as well, which is great, great to see. Uh, another question, I'll probably just sneak one more in, which goes back to the last podcast where we were talking about the best Robin players. Uh, and you kind of touched on it when you mentioned uh, Stockton and Malone, who was the Robin. And Sam Blake asks Peyton or Kemp, who is the Robin? Firstly, shout out to Sam, who's a massive advocate of the podcast, oh, top guy, yeah. and he's part of your, and he's part of Bulls Nation, so double top guy. Yeah, um, not, not so much as swivel. Um, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Like, it's one of them again. Like, you could say Kemp, yeah. I could say Peyton. Like, obviously with them ones, it's a little bit more difficult because, like Stockton and Malone, never came to fruition, never won anything. But it, the, ir- I mean? the irony of both of those were that they both got to the finals and they were both beaten by Jordan and the real Robin, which was Pippin. So yeah. it kind of all goes back to, to the same kind of subject which is that the ultimate Robin will always be Scotty Pippen, uh, regardless of anything else. So maybe you didn't have a Robin. Maybe Stockton and Malone were two Batmans. Maybe Kemp and Peyton were were both Batman. But ultimately, I think, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe Jordan was Superman. (laughs) You know? And... Maybe Pippin was Robin, and Robin just he was that. Out. He was that. He had that fucking Thanos. He had that Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, like he just fucked people up. Yeah, he did. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's is it. You could, like you said, there's numerous different combos that you could, you could argue, and and the the I seen the comment as the the Kemp and the Peyton one was was one where I was like, that really that's is probably close. one. Of, that's one of the harder ones. Yeah. Because you can argue the Stockton Malone, you know, you can go, well, it's Malone because he won MVP in it. You know, yeah. he, he was this and, um, you know, and then you go, well, Stockton's better than him because, you know, like he's got better assists and, and um, you know, he, he looks after his children. Um, so, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. in the- or he at least knows his children, you know? At least he knows yeah. his children. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but well, you can do it with the Peyton and Kemp, can't you? Like you could say Peyton's better because he didn't smoke crack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. So who knows? But uh, yeah, ultimately, there we are. And another question was, what's the deal with the Globe Trotters? Were they ever an NBA team? The answer to that was no, and that was the end of that conversation but again I appreciate anybody who's sending questions in uh, I appreciate all the support still uh, we're still we're still moving and this will be dropping Friday and then Monday is the big one we, we've got our first guest I'm still not going to reveal who that is 
Yeah, but it but it but it's gonna be a spicy episode that is to say the least. Uh but And to be fair, if you don't work it out You're fuck an idiot. off. Yeah. You're an idiot. But uh, but don't don't really fuck off. Like still. Well actually stay, 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 stay. Yeah. But um I just want to take a minute to shout out supporters of the podcast who have Ensured that I have come fit. Okay. The guys are on the shelf. Oh, yeah! I copped a Diamond Supply Chicago Bulls tea. That's really cool. That actually it is. It is. It is fucking nice, isn't it? Really. They've cool. got some more. They've got some more over there. Like I don't know. By the time this goes out, they shouldn't have because yeah. like they're on fire. Yeah. But um, shout out to her uh, on the shelf. Yeah. Jack and Co. Yeah, Jack and Jess, shout out to the gang, 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 in gang, the gang, as well, uh, in Manchester. So, always repping the throwback store, and we try to uh, return the favour when we can. So, shout out to you guys for always supporting. Uh, and yeah, another one in the bag, number nine, done, dusted. Uh, thanks for the support, keep sharing. Keep liking, yeah. keep commenting, keep sending your your uh, questions in because we love that. Uh, and we shall see you very soon with a special guest. So peace out. Mm-hmm.